1948, the United Nations set forth a universal declaration of human rights, which countries around the world use to define what it means to be human and what we as species agree deserves protection under the law. The document identifies 30 essential human rights for everyone. Let's look at a few especially pertinent ones here in relation to the narcissistic personality. Equal entitlement to rights and freedoms. Equal legal protection. Freedom from cruel or degrading treatment. Privacy and freedom from personal attack on honor and reputation. Free thought. Free expression. You see, a lot of times when you're with the narcissist in your life, a lot of times you start giving up the rights that you have just as a human being. Because a narcissist doesn't look at you thinking, hey, all these people have these rights. A narcissist looks at people and says, hey, those people are my rights. They are what I'm entitled to. And as that ego continues to grow and fester and become more and more flamboyant as the mass slips and you start to see on a regular basis how they treat you, you start to believe that that is defining your worth. That that's defining who you're allowed to be. Because in that relationship, you're only allowed to be a certain thing, a certain person, a certain style, a certain response. And anything you do that's outside of that certain response, that's not within your rights. Because you're in that relationship, you've signed away your rights to being a human being, and you've said, hey, this is who I'm with, now I'm stuck. And the narcissist wants to take you and create the slave that's going to keep serving them over and over and over putting up with their abuse, putting up with their lies, putting up with their gaslighting, putting up with their manipulation. And it's time for you to realize that you need to take back your rights. It's time for you to take back your power. It's time for you to realize and understand that the way that the person has been treating you is actually not right at all. But you've probably been through so much that you're kind of questioning that. Let's throw a couple of them out there. Okay, You have the right to your own thoughts and beliefs. Narcissists won't let you think that. You're thinking that? Think, are you serious? Are you stupid? The degrade and devalue. Because when it comes down to it, the only person whose thoughts are right in that relationship is the narcissist. That's what they think. And that's what they communicate to you so much, you don't bring up your thoughts. You don't start to express that because it's not a safe environment for you to do so. You have the right to disagree with others. A couple of you guys are like, no, nope. Number two, like we can't do that. That's not allowed anymore. That's not allowed with the narcissist. That's not allowed after the narcissist because you've been trained so much that you're not allowed to disagree. Because the narcissist takes all the disagreements, all the criticism as a personal attack. And so as a result, it's their main focus of if you're going to attack me, I'm going to destroy you. And so actually disagreeing with them could oftentimes end up very, very violent. You have the right to not share your thoughts. And your thoughts aren't just an open source of like everybody can just jump in, grab whatever thoughts they want. They're your thoughts. That's why we have therapists, counselors, psychologists, coaches to be able to help you with your thoughts. But that doesn't mean that everybody's privy to them. Number four, you have the right to express yourself freely. Do you match up with that? 
Because in a narcissistic relationship, you don't have a voice. You don't have a chance to be able to express anything freely. And anything that you freely share is oftentimes devalued, discarded, and shut down. But that still is your right. And just because someone took that away doesn't mean it's not your right. Number five, you have the right to love and not love whom you wish. And all the overly empathetic people are like, what? Like, yes, like you don't have to show love towards a toxic person. You can show love by not being with that toxic person. You can say, hey, I care about that person, but that person doesn't have any self-care and doesn't care for anybody else, so they're not going to be in my life. That's when you start demonstrating healthy self-love because you're taking care of yourself. You're establishing boundaries. You're not doing it selfishly. You're not doing it to manipulate. You're just saying, hey, these are my boundaries of who I need to be and who I want to be. And that person is trying to take that from me and I don't want to allow that. And I'm not going to allow that. Number six, you have the right to your own feelings. How many of you felt like your feelings were always discounted? You weren't allowed to have your feelings. I feel hungry. Oh, the narcissist feels hungry. I feel like I'm getting sick. Oh, the narcissist has already been sick. Everything always gets antied up one more than the other. Like, you think you're that way? Oh, narcissist is way more that way. My wife hates it when I get sick because that exact thing. Like when I get sick, so like man flu, man cold, whatever. Like when I get sick, like it's like the worst thing ever. I'm like, oh, I'm dying. You know, like that's the whole thing that's like going on because like in the narcissist mind, it's like, hey, I need to be served. Now I need extra to be served because of how awful, like I'm literally dying right now because I have the sniffles. Like that kind of an idea. Okay. They discount your own feelings and their feelings are so much bigger according to them. Number seven, you have the right to not feel what others feel or want you to feel. This is the idea of projection. Like, I'm mad and I'm projecting that onto you. Like, you don't have to take that. You don't have to be mad as well. You don't have to receive that and put it on top of you. You can be your own person. You can react your own way. But you normally don't feel like that. You normally don't think that it's possible because they're always telling you what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to react, how you're supposed to feel. You have the right to equal treatment. How does this match up in narcissism? Well, narcissists are great hypocrites. Do as I say, but not as I do. You know, I can walk around the house with my shoes on, but you're not allowed to walk around with house and your shoes on. Why? Because I'm the king of the castle and you're just the humble servant that's residing here. Like that's the thought process. Very hypocritical. You have the right to respectful treatment. A lot of times people think in the narcissistic relationship after a period of time, they're like, hey, I put up with it for so long. I allowed it for so long. I guess I just deserve this. No, you don't. They're going to make you think that. You're going to start to think it. You're going to start to doubt that. But when it comes down to it, you do not deserve someone's disrespect. Make sure you understand that. Number 10, you have the right to advocate for your needs. You can ask for help. Everybody on here is like, wait. That's a thing. In a healthy relationship, the other person should be able to ask for help. Honestly, that would be one area right now that I'm working hard to try to be able to have that safe place for my wife to be able to ask for help. Why? Because she was not used to that. That was not a safe thing for her. 
So now building back a safe environment has to be like, okay, hey, it's okay that you're not feeling good. Like go, go lay down, like go take a nap. Like I'll take care of it. And being able to say it in a positive way so she doesn't think like, oh, he's just saying that he's going to throw it back in my face later because that is what I would do. So like as a narcissist, being able to say like, hey, now I need to make sure I focus on developing that safe place so that she can actually ask for help. Because that's one of the hardest challenges for her is being able to ask for help. You have the right to advocate for your loved one's needs. You can ask for help for other people too. You can buy for their needs for stuff that's going on and you don't have to be isolated because the narcissist will isolate you in that aspect. You have the right to privacy and dignity. Privacy as far as like you're not required to give your narcissistic person your phone. You're not required to have them rifle through all of your stuff. You're you're not required to have them barge in on you when you're going to the bathroom. I mean, like there's countless of different examples, but you have the right to your privacy and your dignity. Number 13, you have the right to protect and defend yourself against attack. You don't have to put up with the things that they're doing to you. Be safe. I'm not telling you to do something stupid. I'm not telling you to, to fight back in a situation that's going to escalate it more. But I am saying if you're getting abused, whether that's mentally, emotionally, physically, and that person is not willing to change, if, if that's just a constant, if that's there at all, get out. Focus on your safety. Focus on your mental, emotional, and physical safety first. And then let's focus on healing. Then let's work on building a plan to get you healed, happy, and healthy. Number 14, you have the right to equal legal protection. And it's tough. Depending on what countries you are, depending on what states you're in, depending on what areas the the legal matters pan out, sometimes it's very difficult. Different places have different expectations. Different places have you stuck in a relationship longer. Have you connected for a longer period of times? Have the, the children's needs put above or below, like all different types of stuff. But you do have that right. Number 15, you have the right to personal safety and security. Like I was saying, if you're in a relationship that's violent, get out. Okay, If you're in a narcissistic relationship that's violent, it will only get worse. It doesn't go down. It doesn't reduce. It only gets worse. And when you leave or when they leave and then you forgive them and come back into their life, it's only going to get more worse. It's going to continue to accelerate. And the level of abuse that you left will be the new baseline that they start with. And it'll continue to grow and grow and grow. So please be careful. And please understand that these rights are there. The book says, if these, if these rights sound like too much to expect, ask yourself why. Why don't you deserve these rights? Why does the narcissist in your life deserve them and not you? Why does the narcissist get to violate your rights? Think on that. Think on those rights because you deserve more than what they gave you. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. 
We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.